welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started if you haven't heard about anger it's the easiest way to make your podcast let me tell you why first of all it's free you pay no fee whatsoever it's absolutely totally free There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. It's an absolute and such a treasure to, to know as a narcissist that... The amount of pain and headache they cause to others is tremendously good. Every day they have to get a good dose of that pleasure and that dose of dopamine uh, whenever they hurt someone emotionally, verbally, or even physically. They don't mind um, getting on someone's hair. Because like I mentioned before, they are freaking energy suckers. They're energy drainers. They're parasites. They feed on someone else's mental energy. They feed on someone else's well-being. They're miserable in their little shell. But they come out to the world as people who are charming, happy, good-looking, taking care of themselves, taking care of everybody else around them. And it's because all they care about is the image they give to the outside world. They they come out of their little shells as people who are very bright. Once the doors are closed, once the curtains are covering, um, they show their true identity. They show their true self. They show, th- they show their ugly masks, their ugly faces, I mean. The mask of beauty, positive energy, charm, um, cheerfulness and everything is gone by the time the doors are closed. And so, when whenever they hurt someone, whenever they say things that are manipulating, that are nerve-wracking, that are basically pretty much a bunch of gaslights on a constant basis a bunch of guilt trips 
bunch of um triangulations, bunch of comparisons, bunch of um campaign smears, bunch of gossips that are all of these are just totally unnecessary, but for them it's the peak of pleasure. It's the orgasm they get from you know, someone getting angry at them and screaming in their face and trying to expose what they did to them, they somehow love that. They love the wildness of someone getting angry at them because of what they have always been doing to them. When the victim comes out angry, finally, and they decide to expose the narcissist for what they've done, they decide to... um you know, just trying to reveal what uh, their true identity, what, what their masks hide, basically, when they try to reveal what kind of um, monstrosity this narcissist has over them, they become vulnerable and weak, and they they take the position of the victim instead, now that the victim is finally shouting their asses out to expose the narcissist, the narcissist then becomes victim, little, you know, small. Um, they are now appearing as the people who have always been hurt and the, the people who are always, um, you know, targeted by the victim somehow. It makes it, and they make it look, looks, and you know, and the narcissist have this way of making things look so believable and just so credible that the third party, whoever intervenes in this kind of um, argumentation, seems to believe, or even a therapist, the narcissist is really cunning and extremely good at tricking people, deceiving people. And making even a therapist believe that the narcissist is the victim and the victim as the narcissist when, when in truth, they're obviously opposites. So it's like, it's like saying that the narcissist is kind of um, a sadist. Yes, they enjoy uh, torturing someone. They enjoy company being the misery that accompanies someone they enjoy all the passive aggressive looks all the stares all the shallow responses all the ignorant uh information that they give all the uh, fake smiles all the fake praises that they give to the victim they enjoy all of that they want to be of course, validated and praised by everybody else. They don't care uh, when when they do that to someone else because all they do is fake it. They fake all that because what they want is something for themselves instead. They want the credit to be theirs. They want the efforts to be theirs. They want everything to be theirs. They don't want anybody else to be as quote-unquote high and innovative and genius and beautiful as the people out there they have a huge 
in their talks, in their conversations, in the way they treat others. And the way they deal with others is pretty much arrogant. It's a personality trait of theirs when it comes to uh, disagreeableness. And they like to see themselves huge. They like to see themselves big. They like to see themselves with a huge value and a huge... Um, and and huge price to others. It's like they want to see themselves as being something of an extreme um, price. And because they're so precious and so rare, they charm people into their... Um, they lure people into their charm, and they seduce others, and they they just you know, appeal to others like they're the most genius, they're really um, caring, passionate, ambitious, all those. But when the curtains fall and then the doors are closed, it's someone else. Um, They really love to be the parasite that sticks around to suck the energy out of you, to, to... they say they love you, they say they care about you, they say it's all for your best interest, they say it's all for your own good and everything, but in truth, what they say is opposite to what they do. What they say is kind of also the mask that they try to hide. Um, but they cannot hide, you know, no matter how good um, they are, they seem to be, no matter how good they sound to be, you know, the, no matter how good they will talk about you in front of others, or then no matter how uh, much of uh, love bombing they will give you, it com- it's uncomparable to the amount of damage that they will keep inducing over you they they will never stop to love you cherish you kiss you send you all these love messages send you all these flowers and everything one day and the next day they will threaten you they insult you they will belittle you they will do whatever it takes for you to stay longer they call it a healthy relationship in front of everybody else. They brag about everything. They show off to others how much of a uh, good couple you are and everything. But um, really, in reality, that's all a bait to make you stay longer. Uh, in a different, but also what we can say a worse situation is when a mother or a father does that to the children. What they will do is they will always brag about their children's achievements, uh, their children's well behavior, uh, well, well manner. Um, they will always talk about how great and how much, you know, pride they have for their children in front of everybody else, and they will talk about the uh, sacrifices they made, their efforts they made to for their children to be. At that level, and it's always, always thanks to them. Um, and when the, when the doors are closed, 
it's this monster again. And this child, growing up to an adult, becomes or remains very much tormented and very much confused and in this very painful um head spinning you know storm it's this turmoil that keeps them staying in this in this house under the authority of their parents for longer and longer and longer and because that's the way they do it and once the once the adult child wants to leave and has a plan for themselves and decides for themselves and tries to think for one time for themselves and tries to come up with um you know goals to achieve and places to go the narcissist the narcissistic mother or father you know uh, they don't mind coming up as this parent in need of their child in need of their affection in need of their attention tired exhausted of all the um of all the uh of all the efforts they've done to take care of the adult child to make them grow up and to become what they are and all those nights they sacrificed and all those uh childhood good memories they spent together and all that it's all for the purpose of guilt tripping the victim and to make them think that the place out there is a nightmare it's a horrific place and the only place that is safe that is um gonna give them everything they want that's gonna spoil them all their life that's gonna keep them around is their house the only person that's gonna provide them with all the love they want all the affection they need all the uh care and all the attention and all the true quote-unquote unconditional love that they want is their mother or father or parent um and that's another trap that the adult child must quote unquote fall into because the goal of the narcissistic parent is to keep the child around for longer and longer and the longer they stay the problem the problem is that the longer the adult child stays around their narcissistic parent the more likely they will become a narcissistic parent themselves one day. It's a really terrible, terrific thing that parents do sometimes, but it's really sometimes we're not even aware that this is this has been done to us. We're not even aware of how monstrous we ourselves become to our children because of how we've been treated. And, we, and all our lives we think that this is what we deserve, this is love, but it's not. It's never been love. Love should never be like this. Parenthood and and, and caring and loving and caring for someone, committing to someone's needs and wants and being there for them is never really like this. It never involves comparison. For example, a parent would never compare uh, his child to their other uh, siblings just because they want them to feel better about themselves no it'll it'll actually do the opposite it'll make them feel worse about themselves and hate their siblings more a good parent would never ever triangulate between siblings just to prove a fucking point 
A good parent would never guilt trip their child once they want a life of their own. Once, once they want to decide and make decisions and try to achieve goals that they want to achieve for the for the betterment of of them of themselves and their families a good parent would never ever smear campaign a child if they ever disagree or if they ever um choose a different route than the than the parent dictated had dictated a good parent would never brag about all the good things and forget the bad things that have also happened a good parent would never be so proud of themselves and their children they will forget that they're also flawed and they have also made mistakes that i don't know hurt their children a good parent will never look at themselves so superior they will never ask for an apology for them for them for from their children a good parent will never look down on others even on their children just because they're smaller people than them a good parent will never be jealous of their own children just because they look better or they have better jobs or they have better life circumstances a good parent would never seek to buy something for their kids as a present and then whenever something happens to that present it's all their fault it's all the children's fault like they never deserved to live a good parent would never ever gaslight their own children to make them believe that all that matters in their lives is their parents and nothing else a good parent would never discourage their children from going out there making all the sacrifices necessary to grow up as an, as an adult as an efficient adult and to make the world sound like it's the monster in their house is their own safe place a good parent would never cook a meal just because they have to a good a, a good parent would never have to manipulate all the financial emotional verbal and physical needs of anybody even their spouse a good parent would never ever think that all there is in the household is for their own good they take they would never take ownership of anything that is not theirs a good parent will teach their child when to say yes and when to say no because they simply have the right to a good parent will never dictate what kind of system of values their children should have just because they feel like they're in the authority of doing so just because they're their parents or they're their spouse a good spouse would never make the other partner feel bad about you know 
leaving them. Even though sometimes it has to because there's a limitation as to how much someone can handle. A good spouse would never control, you know, take control over every single aspect aspect of the partner's life. A good spouse would never ever threaten their spouse that, you know, all that matters in this life is how they look at themselves. A good spouse would never project their own image onto anything or anybody just because they feel like it. And it is not the final it is not the final you know stage of what a good parent is that they would never do i mean there's plenty more examples of that but what i'm trying to say is the narcissistic parent or spouse or child even is never someone who is normal they think that they're normal they think to themselves that they're pretty much perfectly normal and that everybody else around them is wrong everybody else around them is mistaken over who they are everybody else around them is not normal and that's the image that they have inside their their heads that's the uh, assumption that they keep on believing that's the delusion that they keep on believing um because they simply do they simply make up things and you know believe in them all their lives and it's hard to talk them out of it because once you do you are the person who's insane to them in their eyes you are the person who has lost it um but all in all i think a narcissistic parent or person or spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or uh you know anything a romantic partner is the opposite of what a normal person would do simply put they're not normal human beings they're not capable of emotionally understanding someone they're not capable of emotionally supporting someone they lack empathy they don't mind exploiting others for their own interest they don't mind being arrogant just because they feel like it they don't mind um and there's i think four more traits to being a narcissist they don't mind to have this huge amount of grandiose or paranoid um because of what someone else um you know what what someone else represents to them they don't mind um wanting and needing the constant validation and praise from others 
Uh, and there's a few more, actually, there are nine, uh, there are nine traits, uh, that makes someone a narcissistic, uh, person, that makes someone suffer from narcissistic personality disorder, and it's a personality disorder, again, because... It's a whole spectrum. It's a it's a, a whole scale. It's not just like you know A B C thing. It's like there's a there's a ladder of there's a scale of degrees when it comes to narcissism. Um the other extreme would be someone who's codependent, someone who is too selfless a narcissist is someone who's too selfish and someone who's codependent is too selfless and they pretty much are too agreeable they tend to think about themselves uh, about themselves the least um they think about everybody else's choices and decisions and actions and behaviors and talks and everything and they don't tend to prioritize their own needs. They, they tend to uh, delay their own needs and wants for the sake and um, pleasure of others. At the expense of their own mental energy and nerves and um, happiness. And these people seem to be a little too caring and a little too affectionate. To care for their own needs. And that happens to be me. And of course, I'm not ashamed of um, hiding this anymore. I'm a personal. How do we say it? Um, this is all from my personal experience, basically. I'm not ashamed of hiding this anymore. I'm about to speak up um, about this and let the world hear. Let everybody else be aware of what kind of um, parent you might have had that you always thought they, they've always loved you. Um, you know, just let everybody hear about this. I don't care if... The war is about to be declared. I don't care anymore. I'm tired of being quiet. Um, like I said, this is from a personal experience. I've always had a toxic parent that I never knew I had. I've always thought that love would be something um, like what I talked about in the previous episodes. And turns out, in psychological matters, it is the total opposite. I have never thought that I would be in such circumstances, and I never thought that I would be uh, a really codependent person, that it would hurt, hurt me so bad to um, to just think about how am I going to please others, how I'm going to, you know, uh, satisfy others at the expense of my own uh, personal needs and wants and all that. And I appreciate you listening to my episodes, all the previous episodes and the upcoming ones. Um, 
thank you, United States, Tunisia, Germany, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, India, Belgium, South Africa, and all around the world, people who are uh, listening to me. My episodes are... My podcast is available on plenty of platforms. You can find me on Overcast, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, pretty sure, uh, pretty soon, it'll be available on iTunes. Um, yeah, thank you very much. See you in the next episode. And this has been Software Revolution Regardless. I mean, self-evolution regardless. And this is your, this has been your host, Maram Barhama. I'll see you, and I'll catch up on you in the next episode. What am I talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, thank you. So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> no, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh webpage of the podcast i will take care of it to conclude this was self-evolution regardless i'm your host maramber homa and i will see you in the next episode